glad you could be here today. I'm Mary from uh, A to Z Hair Talk, and um, I also have a podcast called uh, Marriage or People Stories. Um, one of the things that I wanted to share with you today um, is like a follow-up from my last uh, podcast about uh, children from 12 to 18 years old. Um, I've had different um, podcasts that lead up to this age from birth all the way up to now where I'm talking about teenage years. Um, and in the last um, podcast I did, I talked about uh, the adolescent um, things that the issues that can come up for adolescents during that time and for their parents and how um, and in parenting as we um, go through all the ages and stages and we get to this stage with our children uh, sometimes what we've done in the past can affect where they're going to be at this age so um, continued communication is important and um, staying in touch with your kids and where they're going or what they're doing and setting some of those rules that we as parents um, are responsible to do to help them become healthy adults um, some of those things were we talked a little bit about um, driving and what those rules would be for you and um, curfews um, that can help um, those situations before they come up if you talk about them and set those rules and if there's two spouses in the in the home that you can agree on those things um, and go and speak to your children together about them and to have consequences and enforcing and being consistent with that um, some of the other things I talked about before was the peer pressure and bullying that can happen in this age group and harassment. Um, and I talked a little bit about how harassment can be any age, but because even as adults, sometimes harassment will come up in people's lives in a work situation or um, social situations. Um, peer pressure. Uh, the other thing I was going to talk about today is about uh, dating. Um, at this age group, uh, your children will start seeing other uh, children uh, their age uh, going out on dates, talking about dating, talking about who they like and who likes them and things like that. And so um, addressing those rules for your child and uh, your beliefs and morals and values prior to this time is a good idea. So it's not a big surprise if you your child is 15 and they want to go on a date and you've set the rule already that they have to be 16 to go even out on a date. Um, unless it's a group date or a uh, group event. Sometimes uh, parents will set that rule. Um, 
So you have to decide what, what your roles are and share them with your child and give them the consequences of that. And even explaining why your roles are that. Um, my children were, uh, their role was they had to be 16. And um, a lot of times they don't understand why the role is set. So you need to explain what, what your reasoning is for that. And not necessarily that you would change it, but being able to discuss it helps them understand where you're coming from. Um, also, you know, one of the roles I always had in, for my children is that you'll always have a, your own vehicle if you go out somewhere or you um, always call, have the ability to call me to come and get you if you are in a situation where you're not getting a ride home or you're uncomfortable at all, I would come and get you. So setting that down, establishing that so they're not afraid to call when they need to or get a ride when they don't have one. Um, when my children started driving, then I um, encouraged them to have their own car so they could leave when they needed to. Um, and then one of my daughters, she, I think she pushed the envelope by a month or something. She was almost 16. And um, they were doing group, kind of group event or dating with friends. And then um, eventually she wanted to go on a date with just the, the boy that she was interested in. And so, um, there's some things that'll come up that you don't expect or don't know, like uh, this particular person did not have a, a car that was, um, the, one of the doors was not opening. It was uh, broken and it happened to be the passenger door. So I was not comfortable with that. I was, uh, immediately as soon as I found out about that, the only exit was out the driver's door um, that she may make a decision to drive her own car. So um, I, I'm in my camper um, and it's summer, it's very warm up here. So you might have heard my air conditioning coming on. So. Um, but so she decided that she would uh, drive her own car and I asked her to do that because um, until he could get that door fixed, I did not feel comfortable with her not being able to get out even in an accident situation or anything like that. She, was, she would have been stuck in the car with no exit out that door. So that was something that came up that I didn't even think about. And so stuff like that could come up and then you have to address it. So um, one of the other things is um, talking to your children about unwanted touch. And that can happen very early on for young children. Um, you know, the stranger danger thing I've talked about in some of my other um, podcasts and um, how addressing that not everybody is is doing the right thing and what is appropriate touch 
um, and what are your um, what what are your abilities to say no that's not okay and at what stage do you say that in a dating situation um, what is okay and what is not okay now depending on who their parent is and what your morals and values are and what they've been taught throughout their life um, as far as that goes about their bodies and their ability to say no when no is the answer and that is uh, uh, the answer that you want that person to respect. Um, it is okay to say no at any time uh, when you're on a date or even in just a social situation if someone is making you uncomfortable in some way um, if you're not comfortable with hugging um, or the way that the person is uh, touching you you can say I don't like that please don't do that um, teaching your kids to be able to say those words don't, it doesn't always come naturally so teaching them those words um, are important because they may have to say those words at some point um, and them hearing it from you and practicing saying it out loud will help in the situation um, the other things that can come up because as these children get into this age group there's a lot more um, alcohol drugs things like that going on in um, these children's environment um, setting some rules around that you know there's a party where there's going to be things like that happening um, that you don't want them to go to that party or you if they go to that party um, they are only there for a certain amount of time and then they check in and you uh, and come home at a certain time but also teaching your children that there are people that are at parties that are not doing the right things and that it's okay um, not to go along and just because and to be able to say no I don't want anything or even if there is um, you know even if there's some some kind of snacks or punch bowl or whatever uh, you we all know that can be something else going on there so that that's been spiked or whatever and there's also something called the date uh, date rape drug and it's a real thing and sometimes it could be just getting someone to drink more than they uh, ever have or can or should if you're underage drinking you shouldn't be underage drinking but if someone were to put something in your soda or put something in your punch, um, that can happen and there's some um, lifelong effects from that if that were to happen to you, um, if that person is not being honest and respectful of you. So for my, especially, I mean, it happens to everyone, boys or girls these days, so everyone needs to be aware of that. Uh, if they are drinking a soda or something else and they put their drink down, 
I always told my children, do not let anyone else get your drink for you. Or if you set your drink down and you come back to it and you're not sure that something could have been put in it or that it was sitting there for quite a long time, don't drink it. Just keep your drink in your hand, bring your own drink, get, you know, make sure that nobody has access to your drinks. Um, and also, um, if you are somebody who drinks as a parent and your children see you drink and you are have encouraged it in a, some way, um, maybe not for them, but they see that you do and they think, well, you know, I can have one, um, just make that sure they're aware that, um, that that is a possibility that someone could put something in their drink, but also to realize that if they drink, that they could get drunk to the point of not knowing what's going on. Um, even if they've never drank or anything and they don't know how they're going to react. So protecting them by talking about these things ahead of time um, will prevent some very bad situations for them. And so as parents, it's our responsibility to talk to them about these things before we just go, oh yeah, sure, whatever, go do whatever you want, you know. Um, and almost every one of us uh, adults have been in situations where uh, maybe we weren't comfortable or something was going on that we knew was not okay um, or we've heard about them if we hadn't put ourselves in that situation we've heard about it from other people and so to protect your children um, you need to have these discussions about that and have some roles and consequences if they decide to go out and make a bad choice that you're available to pick them up wherever they are um, and it's not a guarantee that they won't make those choices but you've explained it to them you know they know what their choices are they know that you're there for them and um, they need to understand what the consequences could be because um, those are natural consequences when you do things like that um, but if they stay out past curfew and you know they've been drinking there could be a consequence for that in your home um, and that might be they don't get to go out for the next party or the month or with maybe there's a particular friends that are causing some of these conflicts for them in going out into these environments and so that might have to be something that you consider too is this friend the best friend for your child and do you need to have a conversation about that what is a good friend what is it about this friend that you like and what is it about this friend that is healthy or unhealthy? And how can you help them maybe be better, healthier people by suggesting doing something different than what they think is the thing you should do, go to a party or 
maybe their parents drink a lot and they're used to that. Some parents actually let their children drink in their home. And if that's the case, um, you may have to establish that also. Is your child allowed to go to that home where that parent is okay with children drinking under age? There have been many parties that are put on by parents for underage children, and some children have been hurt in those situations, and that parent is responsible. Um, and so you need to consider that in encouraging underage children to drink. Um, the other thing is uh, how late is too late. So you have a curfew, and your curfew, the city curfew, is 10 o'clock. You establish the same curfew at 10 o'clock. So at what point it's too late? So it's 10.30, your child's not home. Do you panic? Do you worry? Do you call the police? You wait till 11 o'clock your child's still not home. Have you, do, do you panic then? Do you call the hospital? Do you call the police? Do you call the best friend's mother? How late is too late? So, you have to establish that rule. Curfew's at 10 o'clock. If you're half hour late, there's a consequence. If you're an hour late, there's another consequence. And after that, we're calling the police and finding you. So, most kids don't want to push it that far. They don't want somebody coming looking for them with their friends because they pushed their limit on their uh, curfew. So, there's my air conditioning again. So, I'll just come like that. Okay, so, um, once you've established all of the rules and the scenarios that could go on and what the consequences will be, um, there might be some that you missed and you'll have to, to readdress it. Um, if it's okay to be going out in a group um, and where they're going to be going. So it's important as a parent that you establish the fact that you care enough about them that you want to know they're safe. Do you want to know where they're going, who they're going with? And it might be a good idea to know who the parents are, um, if they're going to a home, um, to find out where they're going bowling, what location. So if that time comes and they're not home, you would know where to look for them, um, to call and find out if they are there. Um, those kinds of things are okay to do as a parent. It just means you care about them and you're trying to keep them safe and following their rules. Um, sometimes parents don't think they should get involved in their kids' social lives at this age. They're still your children, you're still their parent, and if you give up and let go now, all sorts of things can happen for them. Um, unfortunately, I, I was 
in a family with a large number of children and I was one of the younger ones. So by the time I was uh, in high school and junior high, um, my parents were older. People used to think they were my grandparents and they worked hard all the time. And so somehow I had a lot of freedom. Um, not permission, but freedom. <laughs> and they would never give me permission to do some of the things that I chose to do in my um, teenage years. But they were so busy, they were unaware. And so this, this is what I'm saying to parents right now. If you're so busy, you don't know where your kids are, who they're with, or what they're doing, stop and find out. Because if you don't know where they're headed right now at this age group, you will be rudely surprised down the line when you find out maybe that they've been involved in something for quite a while that you were unaware of. So even though life gets busy and work gets busy and things to do, your children still need their parents. They still need to know that you're there, that you're still guiding them, that you still have some rules and some some experience to share with them. Okay, they still need a parent. And once they're older and they move out of your house and they go away to college, those times they're gonna need you too because college is a whole nother level of life, right? They still need to be able to call you and tell you what's going on with them and what do you think about this and that. If you establish that kind of relationship with your children now, when they're younger, then, then they will go to you when they need you and on into their adulthood. So don't give up on your kids too soon. If you give up on your kids too soon, anything's possible because the world wants to grab them and pull them in to wherever they are. So, um, good and bad. There's good and bad. And we want them to live a good life and we want them to be happy and we want them to be good people and good adults. And if that's your choices, you need to be good parents. You need to stick with them and you need to guide them and give them the roles they need and the consequences that go with that. And they might be angry with you sometimes, but in the end, they will know that you were there for them and they will come back to you later again because they know you were there for them. And that makes a huge difference even when we as adults make mistakes. We all will make a mistake or two or three or who knows. But if we have someone we can come back to and say, look, I get it. I know why you told me this now. This happened and that happened and I don't know what to do about it. So, um, I thank you for joining me today on these um, topics. These are difficult topics. Um, and the next topic that I'm going to be talking about is the... Uh, 
the next step up from dating and what our responsibility as parents in that situation. So have a beautiful evening, morning, or afternoon whenever you hear this podcast or see this video. Bye-bye.